0: Hello and welcome to Uxer Radio, a social science talk show from the University Center for Social and Urban Research here at the University of Pittsburgh. I'm Rob Keene. And I'm Sabina Dietrich, the co-director of the Urban and Regional Analysis Program here at Uxer. Uh, And today's topic is Neighborhood Information Systems.
1: Our guest today is Kathy Pettit, Senior Research Associate in the Metropolitan Housing and Communities Policy Center at the Urban Institute in Washington, D.C. Kathy serves as co-director with our friend Tom Kinsley of the National Neighborhood Indicators Partnership. And Kathy is here today as a featured speaker in our afternoon conference for the Pittsburgh Neighborhood and Community Information System Users Conference. Welcome to Uxer, Kathy. Um,
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Um, Our system here, the Pittsburgh Neighborhood and Community Information System, or PNCIS as we call it, became a member of the National Neighborhood Indicators Partnership uh, in 2008. So let's start with a few questions about the NNIP. NNIP was founded with the goals of making neighborhood information a central part of local policy making and community building, and its founding is built on planning principles that turned to neighborhoods, really from the 1960s onward, and was central to the notions of democratizing data. NNIP was also founded when some technical things were relatively new, things we take for granted today, desktop GIS, the Internet, wireless transmissions. Kathy, what were some of the founding principles for the NNIP that resonate even more strongly today?
2: I'm not sure. When we started 15 years ago with our six original partners, we weren't sure how long the partnership would hold together. It was these groups that had... um, We're collecting data for neighborhood residents and governments to use. But the model has held um, strong even with all the technological changes. Data is just as hard to get now as ever before um, out of city and county administrative offices. um, And the imbalance in information and influence is still present. Um, with low-income communities, and if with data in their hands, they can really begin to articulate their concerns, problem-solve around um, issues that they see, and and really put forward their hopes for their um, neighborhoods and families. And so, data gives them a place at the table where they didn't have it before. Great. NNIP
1: also brings uh, partners together for its biannual conference and has created some impressive data sharing efforts around these important issues for neighborhoods. What are some ways for local NNIP partners to work together for bigger projects and data sharing efforts?
2: This is really the um, driving purpose of NNIP and our role at the Urban Institute is to facilitate um, learning and sharing among the different partners. Um, There's a ways we do that one is more ad hoc um, for example your users conference other cities have similar conferences and are learning from each other about um, format and content we have more structured cross-site projects our current one is on the effect of for, um, foreclosures on children um, using both student data and housing data talking to both the education policy folks and the housing policy folks and we're um, just launching a new project on shared indicators where um, for the first time we're trying to set up a um, panel of common indicators across neighborhoods so we can really speak towards as a whole towards how our neighborhoods are doing in America particularly distressed neighborhoods.
1: Let me just follow up a little bit on the piece with uh, children and foreclosures. What are some of the early things you're discovering uh, from the neighborhood data in the sites that are working on this issue?
2: Sure. um we're first of all this is it's in d c Baltimore and New York, so we're finding um as we often say in n i p that not all cities and not all neighborhoods are the same so but there are definitely concentrations of children and schools that are highly affected by foreclosures as really a hidden problem um, as the schools worry about academics and um and teacher quality that they d- don't realize that this Um, increased mobility of their children could really disrupt their classrooms and the individual students' lives. And who's funding that project? Um, The Open Society Institute and the Foundation for Open Society. And the other piece that we've um, really uncovered is the role of how renters are being affected. So it's not just homeowners of people in a bad loan that have lost their home. It's innocent renters who don't know their landlord have, um, has been foreclosed on and just get an eviction notice one day.
1: And that's a really important piece of information that can come out of some of these neighborhood information systems that, as you said, wouldn't be apparent to a lot of people that someone who's renting loses their rental unit where they live because the owners face foreclosure. Exactly. Um, The other piece you were mentioning is the Shared Indicators Project. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on that?
2: Sure. Um, This was actually part of the original vision of NNIP, and um, and we um, were focusing so much on the individual cities having autonomy and focusing on local issues, that we went away from it for a while and now have come back under the guidance of Charlotte Kahn at the Boston Foundation. Um, So the idea is that we would be tracking things around um, teen pregnancy, around crime, around health, around um, housing indicators, and that we would be able to compare to see how neighborhoods are faring, um, uh, Pittsburgh versus Columbus versus places out west and to really get that detailed information that's that, um, to for us in the Urban Institute, we would really like to uh, inform federal and national policy, but even, I think, places um, like Tennessee where there's three partners are really focused on state policy. So the ability to be able to give this detailed current information about how our neighborhoods are doing um, just isn't available through any other means.
1: It's great. Um, then the at- that moves well into what I'm going to ask next. The atmosphere, if you can call it that, is changing in Washington at the federal level. What impacts do you see with new views in Washington affecting local-level information and the sharing of these kinds of systems in particular, as you mentioned, with your indicators project?
2: The, um, the new federal programs we see in Washington really um, recognize the necessity of place-based strategies, and they have taken what we've learned both from – other federal programs like Hope Six and um, and other community programs like the Harlem Children's Zone, taking lessons from those and building them into the new um, the new programs of um, Promise Neighborhoods, choice choice neighborhoods, and all of these have a huge role for tracking data, progress, mid-course correction, seeing what works. And it's impossible without an NNIP partner in in the city to be able to really follow through on what these these grants are working with. The great part is that even though the grants will only go to, you know, the Promise Neighborhood grants will only go to nine cities, there are um, dozens of others that plan to just keep Um, going on and doing the work, regardless of the federal funding. So it's really brought the collaborations together um, just by Um, putting the proposals out.
1: That's right. In in this afternoon's conference, Professor John Wallace of the School of Social Work and Samantha Texera are going to present on the Homewood Children's Village, which they have a lot of information on and have been using the Pittsburgh Neighborhood and Community Information System as an important source of their work on that.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, As more and more data are being released independently by federal, state, and local governments and others, what are some of the most important roles for data intermediaries like the PNCIS and other NNIP members, and where should they be thinking about um, maybe even expanding in the future?
2: The um, I think compiling the data is um, a political and technical challenge. That's sort of the first step in, um, as, uh, that NNIP partners face. But the really key part is to help um, work with communities to figure out how data can help them in their advocacy and their decisions and their neighborhood planning um, and this can range from uh, a small church or based organization up to the um, planning department in the city that um, that needs some extra help in arranging their data so that that's really the main focus and why what differentiates NIP from a lot of other um, data. Um, data research work um, is the practicality. The other piece I think that's really important is that um, it never ceases to amaze me again and again to see how bringing new information, new data to a problem can really break down um, some institutional barriers that we've seen before and start new conversations. And our um denver partner terry bailey said when they first put out some crime data people stopped talking about you know what the crime level was and started talk about what to do about it so um with that sort of um um impetus that we've seen and i've a couple examples that i'll give this afternoon around um prisoner reentry in providence and some schools work that we've done in dc that um that shows how it can really um shift the culture. And over time, um, as um, as you've seen, I think probably since you've joined, that expectations are um, raised from the community groups and from the city about um, what kinds of information and data should be available for their decisions and work, Um, and that will help you along as you try to expand your warehouse.
1: Thanks. In the end, we're all working on ways for community revitalization, and you've really summarized very clearly for our listeners some of those ways that NNIP and other neighborhood information systems can do that. Great. Kathy Pettit of the Urban Institute is our guest today uh, on our podcast, and this afternoon uh, she will be the featured speaker at our at our Neighborhood Information System, PNCIS, user conference. Uh,
0: let me uh, interject that uh, Kathy's website or her uh, institution website is www.urban.org.
2: Slash NNIP.
0: Slash NNIP. And we'll put a link to that on our website at www.uxer.pitt.edu. That's U-C-S-U-R <laughs> dot, P-I-T-T dot E-D-U. Also, I don't think we've given the website address address for our PNCIS uh, project. Uh, it's, it, you can certainly get there from our uh, main site at www.uxer.pitt.edu, but its direct address is www.pghnis.pitt.edu. That's www.pghnis.pitt.edu. Uh, Thank you for joining us today, Kathy, and have a great day. The opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the University Center for Social and Urban Research or the University of Pittsburgh. Discussions are intended for educational and entertainment purposes only.